Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cotton Yarns, the podcast for Australian cotton growers where we'll pick the brains of the best and brightest of our industry to help you get the most out of your crop. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of Cotton Yarns. We're right in the middle of a pretty substantial rain event right from Emerald down through to southern New South Wales and into Victoria. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity to discuss some of the late planning considerations with CSD's Extension and Development Manager for New South Wales, Jorian Milliard. Now in this podcast, we'll discuss a range of things, some of CSD's tools that can help you make some decisions around late planning and various other considerations you need to take into account when planting later in the season. Welcome to the Cotton Yarns Podcast, Jorian. Today we're going to have a bit of a chat about some of the resources and options, I guess, around making decisions for for late-planted cotton. We're in the middle of a pretty significant rainfall event that's stretching basically from Emerald down to where you are, down in southern southern New South Wales. Before we get into that, mate, do you just want to introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about who you are. Yeah, thanks, Angus. Um, yeah, Jorian Milliard. I'm the Extension and Development Agronomist uh, for CSD for, for New South Wales. So I guess, you know, guiding and helping the the whole uh, New South Wales Extension team. But yeah, I, I've been down in, uh, you know, southern New South Wales now for over 20 years. So I've got a little bit of a handle on um, growing cotton in the south. But yeah, this is one of those years where we're looking at being late and um, we're getting sort of a, a lot of questions from growers and agronomists on, on how late we can go across the southern basin within New South Wales so you know narrow mine south yeah so it's um just one of those things this year that a lot of guys out there who have you know sort of forward sold well and we were looking at some big years but uh, at the moment could be coming back by about 50 percent in some of these uh, some of these valleys so, yes yeah, so it's not looking that uh, crash hot at this stage so. yeah no and of course it's going to differ between valleys and we've been quite lucky here in Gundawindi over the past couple of days of rainfall but of course um, there's stories coming out of in the Nemoli where <coughs> towns like Ballada had you know 100 mils overnight which is a significant amount of rain but you know this this late planted cotton it can have an impact on on yield and quality particularly down where you are in southern New South Wales but I, I guess that's probably the main thing to take into consideration and to change your management strategy to adapt to that you know possible low yield and, and quality issues so you know, we've we've got a number of resources on the CSD website that can help you with making some of those critical decisions after you plant that crop. Do you just want to walk us through a couple of those? Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, look, obviously there's going to be an impact on, on yield as well as quality. I guess in terms of where we're up to planting now, there was a little bit of concern with some of these guys trying to scratch crops in um, early and look, they don't look too bad with what's in the ground at the moment. But I guess, yeah, I mean, at the, at the moment, a lot of these uh, valleys are copying significant rainfall events. So, you know, growers are asking and looking for the opportunity of, you know, can they actually get something in before through the, the late part of October, early November and uh, and what they'd have. So, so yeah, I, I guess with with growers who are looking at uh, going forward in terms of trying to get a crop in the ground, you know, it's not just on on the impact of uh, yield and quality. There are other considerations, and that ranges in terms of you know um, what sort of pests will will impact on the crop in in the late season uh, growth of it. So that could be white flies, or it could be um, aphids and those sort of things. There's additional um, costs or potential costs associated with defoliation. That could be um, you know additional applications to get the crop to. Uh, 
leaf off and, and mature up, but also um, yeah, there's also potential there at uh, a wet pick. And then uh, other things go in play with uh, the management of the crop under different uh, climatic phases in terms of you know, water and nutrition. So we've actually um, put out a late crop option um, uh, fact sheet as part of our Facts on Friday program. And then within that, we've got some um, graphs that look at the relative uh, yield potential across the different valleys at, at different planting times. So, so the growers can actually look at those graphs and um, you know, pick their valley and then look at what sort of relative yield um, that they might expect to uh, potentially um, you know, be, be reduced by a late planting. Yeah, and those graphs are, are data that's come out of the Elscott model, which is run by CSIRO. So what, we, what you basically get is your, your differences in yield that's impacted by planting date. Basically, the later you go, the more, more of a significant impact you'll have on yield. But We've also got some other tools that help us make decisions throughout the season. And, and one of those really, really useful tools is, is STEF, which is our simulated time to first flower. So that tool can help us basically make a decision on when flowering is, and that can help us with a range of things. So whether it be application of your first irrigation, it can help you with insecticide management. I guess when we are planning later, we, do, we don't have that ability to put bowls on at, at the end of the season. So... Retention is going to be really, really important in those late planted crops, so keeping your retention alive. So that might require a more intensive insect management program on your farm. Yeah, we've been using Steph uh, in the past to look at you know, our, our potential for our planting dates earlier on in the crop in terms of uh, you know, if we were to um, plant the crop, you know, say the, the first week of um, October versus waiting a couple of weeks, um, what impact that'll have. So now we're just trans, you know, moving that towards how late can we go with this and then, then when, when would we expect our first flower to appear. So, uh, so by using that tool, we can look at it and it'll give us a, an estimated time to uh, when we should start flowering. So, for example, you know, a crop in the in the south this week, if we planted, we might be flowering on the you know, say the fifteenth of uh, of January. But then, you know, in in two weeks' time, a grower can run the simulator to then look at it, what what impact that might have, and that may sort of say he's gone from the say the fifteenth of January to the twentieth, or it could be the first of February. You know, and then all of a sudden. If you're um, in, in an area like in the south, you know, we've got a very sharp you know, drop in terms of uh, temperature at the back, back half of the season. So we don't have time to mature up those, um, those uh, bowls you know, or those flowers post you know, sort of the 15th of February. So, so all of a sudden, you've only got you know, two weeks to, uh, to, to get your crop in. So that tool just helps you, um, I guess, cement in terms of where, where the crop might be sitting uh, from a flowering point of view and whether or not you'll have enough time to then to accumulate enough bowls through that flowering phase to actually get some sort of good, good yield. I guess the, um, you know, one of the key considerations too is that, um, you know, to look at your area or valley and just be mindful that, uh, yeah, you, you, you might plant, but then you might not have a very wide window of, of flowering. So you might want to push that later on in the season. And then you sort of, you know, run, run the risk of the, you know, the crop um, not having enough heat units to actually full, uh, fill those bowls. And then all of a sudden you could be playing into s s sort of some micronaire issues in terms of, you know, discountings associated with those, uh, that, those later bowls and, um, yeah, dropping in terms of the fibre quality uh, associated with that. Yeah, definitely. And that's probably a massive one for, <clears throat> for you guys down in the south are those micronaire issues. There'll be a podcast come out shortly on that. But, yeah, that is definitely a massive one so another thing we have is everyone will know that we've been doing variety trials for a number of years now and we have an extensive database of all our variety trial data on the csd website so 
people can jump on there and, and have a look at variety trials in each area that were planted later and, you know, we can collect all sorts of information right from basically from establishment through to the end of the season. So that might give people a more of an idea of what could go on with their late planted crops as well. Yeah, I also encourage them to to talk to their local um, E&D agronomist because they have that, as you as you sort of said, they they have that knowledge behind the the variety trials at different um, different regions and different sowing times, and then also you know to talk to them about how they manage those those varieties under those you know conditions. I mean, you know, seven one four will be differently managed to uh, Psychot uh, seven four six and you know six oh six and so on. So once again, yeah, highly encourage them to, to talk to their um, local CSD extension agronomist. Yeah, but and and I think another thing to to take into consideration when making this, the decision of planting your crop is you know to do with your contracts and and what sort of conditions you have on your your contracts in terms of lint you've sold. Yeah, I guess um, you know with, with some of these growers, you know, in in the situation that they're at now, um, you know, they may not get their crop in the ground, or you know, they might be wanting to get something in because of their their contract arrangement with their merchants. So look, you know, they they need to have that conversation with those merchants to find out you know what their ability is to either wash out the contract, and if so, what the cost might be associated with that. Or there might be some other conditions in there that uh, the merchant might might want to roll with them. So, uh, so yeah, highly need to have that conversation with those uh, those merchants to discuss that. I, I guess just while while we sort of talk about that in in terms of you know going forward uh, with the crop at this stage, I mean there are some other alternate crops out there that you know the, these growers might want to be considering. But at the same time, you know maybe look at the returns and do a quick um, you know cost analysis uh, associated with um, cotton versus some of those other crops, but. But just be aware that uh, yeah, seed availability and contracts uh, may not be available now. Um, so you know, once again, go and talk to merchants around the place. Some other things that, that growers aren't sort of thinking about at this time uh, might be the fallow management and the costs associated with maintaining that fallow going forward. So, uh, so they're just a couple of things that just wanted to sort of highlight. If they do decide to go ahead with the crop now, you know, there's going to be different management decisions that need to take. Yeah, you know, one of those is around around growth management. So these uh you know, crops could be uh, very yeah, you know, vegetative in their growth management. So you know, close management around VGRs need to be considered with these crops, um, especially through the, the the peak heat period, which um all of a sudden, you know, we're we're looking at crops that uh, won't be starting with a high high fruit load because it's going to be later. So therefore, you know, the crop may want to bolt. So hence close monitoring monitoring of uh, VGRs needs to to take place. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think management, if you are going to plant cotton, your management is going to be the key to, to getting, you know, a positive outcome at the end of the year. You may have to lower your yield expectation, but I think it's a really good idea to sit down with your agronomist and, and really map out your season in terms of when you're going to flower and your cutout dates, as well as your growth hormone application. It's just going to require a little bit more intensive management but you know you can still get a really really good result at the end of the season part of the um the facts on friday that that's come out with this uh, late crop planting options um we've also put in a bit of a checklist there so for each of the different uh, crop phases you know the grower as you as you said i said can sit down with their um consultant and just try and map it out going forward i mean you know if they're doing nothing for the next week because of the the wet weather the, you know, this is an opportunity to to really sit down and you know, discuss what some of those options could be and and how it you know could look going forward definitely Rightio, we might wrap that up, Jorian. I think we've covered most things there. Thank you yep. for giving us your time and joining me today. 
you know, yeah, no, that's fine, Angus. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. I mean, good luck to everyone out there. Hope everyone's staying high and dry. And if you are looking to plant cotton after the water recedes, I strongly encourage you to contact Extension and Development Agronomist. Jump on our website. Like we've said, we've got a ton of facts on there. Thanks, Jorian. No worries. Thanks, Angus. Another great episode there. Thank you to Jorian for joining me today. Late planting can be a really hot topic in the cotton industry and it's really, really important to be able to dial your management in to suit your planting date as you could run out of season length towards the back end of your crop development. Now, with all this rain around, it is predicted to continue into November, so we will see a lot of late planting around. If you haven't already, jump on our website, take a look at those fact sheets you'll see coming around soon. Get in touch with your agronomist and work out a detailed management plan to help you get the best result. Good luck, everyone. That's all from me, and I'll catch you next time.